page ten, November sixth, two thousand twenty. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Book Nerd Diaries, the bite-sized bi-weekly podcast where I, your friendly neighborhood bookworm, tell you about the latest book I've crossed off of my to-read list. My name is Amber, and as always, I am the aforementioned bookworm. If you're a new listener to this little show, then I warmly welcome you aboard. And if you're a returning listener, then welcome back. Either way, I'm very glad you're here. I'm incredibly excited to talk about today's book with all of you, but before I do, I just wanted to take a moment to give some very special shoutouts to some very special folks. Firstly, I would like to say thank you so much to Julie and Katie, aka one of the best sisters I could ask for, for being our absolutely incredible subscribers on Patreon and helping us keep the proverbial lights on. With their generous monthly donations, you guys are truly legends. Secondly, thank you beyond words to everyone who has so kindly left us a five-star rating or review on Apple Podcasts, shared our posts on social media, or told the book and podcast lovers in their lives about us, as these are the very best ways to help more people find us. Whatever way you can support our efforts, you are all deeply appreciated. Now, with all the gratitude in our hearts, dear listeners, let's get our book nerd on, shall we? Those who cannot learn from history are doomed to repeat it. This quote by writer and philosopher George Santayana is commonly recited during high school history classes, and I for one think that the statement is an incredibly important one. As inherently complicated as all human beings are, it's naturally impossible to completely avoid making mistakes, but being willing to admit to those mistakes and learn from them is how we ultimately all move forward as people, and together as a society. In the book that I'm going to be talking about today, The Girl with the Red Balloon by Catherine Locke, history is indeed learned from and repeated in a far more literal and unique way than I absolutely loved, and I am very happy to share it with you. The Girl with the Red Balloon tells the story of 16-year-old Ellie Baum, a modern girl who is magically transported back in time via a mysterious red balloon to 1988 East Berlin, Germany, when she walks away from her school group. She has to find a way to navigate the new societies she's found herself dropped into as she searches for a way to get back to her own time. As is pretty much typical these days, I found this book while doing my regular rummage through the ebook collection on the Overdrive app, while looking to see what books were available, as waiting lists for titles can sometimes, frankly, be a bit of a nightmare. This book immediately caught my eye as a unique take on the generally pretty formulaic fantasy genre when I read the summary, and there was nothing else for it but to ultimately check this intriguing story out for myself. I do not wish to give away any major spoilers for this wonderful book in case anyone would like to check it out for themselves somewhere down the road, and so here, for you, is a little segment that I like to call the highlight reel, where I talk about three aspects of this book that I enjoyed the most. In no particular order, those three highlights are number one, history. As somebody for whom history was one of, if not my absolute favorite subject to study in my school years, this book definitely appealed to me and that it takes you through multiple periods of history through separate distinct points of view. It goes from the modern day to the height of World War II and the unspeakable horrors of the Holocaust to the neon vibrance of a still divided East Berlin, Germany in 1988 flowing seamlessly from one point in time to another throughout the book without ever being confusing and showing how one person's actions can have a major impact echoing throughout time. 
even if they don't realize it. What's more, you get to experience these different time periods both as a traveler and the people who actually live them, though in the case of our protagonist Ali Bam, it ends up being both at the same time. Number two, magic. As I have previously stated, this book largely deals with time travel, and the system of magic used to achieve this is both utterly charming beyond belief and a little gruesome at the same time. In 1988, East Berlin, a secret underground guild of magic users imbues specially crafted balloons with a unique brand of blood-based spells, scrawling an intricate series of equations and symbols across its surface. These specially crafted balloons are then used to help secretly transport refugees who seek shelter on the other side of the Berlin Wall, but they can also be used to send people back and forth through time. It's through one of these balloons gone astray that Ellie Baum finds herself ripped from our modern day and into the 80s, setting off this book's events. Instead of the instinctive, natural systems of magic typically found in fantasy, where practitioners need only snap their fingers to make whatever they want happen, it's made very clear in this book that creating these red balloons is a truly time and labor-intensive process not to be taken lightly, which I happen to find deeply refreshing. What's more, the magic system presented in this story relies largely on formulas and equations instead of just using archaic symbols and phrases, giving it a slightly sci-fi flavor all its own, instead of the traditional sparkles and flourishes of most fantasy magic systems. Not to mention, what could possibly be more endearing a mode of transportation than hanging onto the string of a red balloon? I mean, come on. I will warn you, though, that this particular form of magic can have tragically deadly consequences in the wrong hands, and this book partially is set during one of the most horrific periods in modern times, so please check the show notes of this episode for content warnings. Number three, Ellie Baum. When it comes to protagonists, I tend to be drawn towards characters who aren't flawless knights in shining armor. A true hero, in my eyes, is one who doesn't always magically have all the answers or skills they need to make their problems go away, but are willing to learn from and work with others in order to grow into who they are meant to be. Ellie Baum is a typical teenage girl thrown into extraordinary circumstances beyond her depth. But while she is understandably as scared and overwhelmed as anybody would be, she wins the day by simply being herself. In conclusion, I would highly recommend this book to anyone like me who is a bit of a history buff at heart and loves stories that actually allow you to experience important periods of history from the eyes of the people who lived them. For instance, I was absolutely in love with the American Girl books when I was growing up and checked out every single book in that or any similar series like Dear America that I could get my hands on at the school library. So this book really touched on that sense of nostalgia for me, though in a markedly more mature and fantasy-flavored way. For similar stories to read or listen to, if you happen to read The Girl with the Red Balloon and enjoy it as much as I did, I would deeply suggest, firstly, the breathtakingly incredible modern classic novel The Book Thief by Margaret Susak, if you haven't already read it. Fair warning, I'll probably end up featuring that book on the Book Nerd Hall of Fame at some point. Secondly, for history-based podcasts that take you through some of the most important and lesser-known periods of our past, I'd highly recommend the wonderful podcasts American History Tellers by Wondery and Ridiculous History, which are truly some of my favorites. There are tons more recommendations I could make, I'm sure, but for now, 
these should hopefully send you on your way. With that, dear listeners, we've reached the end of our main discussion for today, but we're not done quite yet. Please stay tuned for more Book Nerd Diaries after this quick break. Hello again all, and let's get back to our show. Now that we're on the other side of the break, it's time for that incredibly nerdy part of our show, the Trivia Corner, where I give you a trivia question related to today's book. As a large chunk of The Girl with the Red Balloon happens in the year 1988, I thought it might be fun to give you a 1988-based question. Ready? Your question is... What beloved musical first opened on Broadway in 1988? Was it A. Cats B. The Phantom of the Opera or C. Sweeney Todd? Your answer is B. The Phantom of the Opera. According to Wikipedia, Andrew Lloyd Webber's iconic musical The Phantom of the Opera first debuted in London's West End in 1986 and opened its very first performance on Broadway in January of 1988. The rest, as they say, is theatrical history. I'm now throwing things to you, dear fellow book nerds, as we head to this episode's listener poll. As I stated earlier that history was one of my favorite subjects to study in school, I'd like to know, what was your favorite class in high school? I'll be posting the poll on both our Twitter and Facebook pages, so please head on over to vote and make your voice heard. Also, thank you very much to whoever voted Skittles as your favorite Halloween candy in our last poll. You have excellent taste, my friends, to say the least. With that, everyone, we have finally reached the end of our episode for today. We hope we'll see you again soon for another entry in the Book Nerd Diaries. The Book Nerd Diaries and its associated shows are written, edited, researched, and hosted by me, Amber Wilchin. Thank you to Kevin McLeod for the use of our theme song, The Show Must Be Go, and Sincerely Media on Unsplash via Anchor for our wonderful cover art. If you would like to connect with us online, you can follow us on Instagram or Twitter at BNDPod, Facebook at Bookner Diaries, or via our website at bndpod.wordpress.com. We also have a Ko-fi page at ko-fi.com slash bndpod, where for a small donation you can pass along a special shout-out for someone you love or some good news you'd like to share with the world, and I'll read it out for you during the next episode. If you would like to send any comments, questions, or ideas for future episodes my way, please feel free to drop us an email anytime at bndpod at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, everyone, please take care of yourselves and each other. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to keep on reading. Are you an author, fellow podcaster, or small business owner looking to spread the word about your product or service? Then let us help you. We offer a number of affordable monthly advertising packages in various price ranges. So if you'd like to hear your ad here in future episodes, please head on over to our page at ko-fi.com slash bndpod and click on the shop tab to see what works best for you. Again, that's ko-fi.com slash bndpod. Then click on the shop tab. We can't wait to work with you.